Hello and welcome back to episode 93 of the Grind Hours podcast, the belated pushback WrestleMania recap with the Cuz in the flesh. Um, Uh, Masters got in the way, Uh, Yankees Red Sox got in the way, exams got in the way, just essentially life got in the way. And WrestleMania, it came, it it came and went so fast. It didn't even it have didn't, a moment it, to blame. No, no, no. It, it, <laughs> we were talking about this last night. It came and it lasted. I mean, but it was by the, five hours long. True. Yes, and yes, and no. It. You can cut two out. You can cut two hours. I, you can cut we'll, two hours. We'll, we'll, this is a debate for another show. Essentially, though, but in the grand in the grand scheme of things been waiting we've been waiting for Wrestlemania to show up and then it was here and it was gone even though it lasted the entire weekend essentially and there's a lot to talk about but I think everything works out for a reason because now we can even touch on the Andre Giant documentary that just came out on Tuesday uh, so now we're gonna just we're just gonna run top to bottom filling in what you missed thoughts on everything that happened the week before so I'm talking a week ago last Friday with the Hall of Fame all the way through WrestleMania, all the way through Raw, SmackDown, and NXT this week, and then in the Andre documentary. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep I'm gonna try and. I'll, I'll even I was gonna give you five minutes. I'm not even gonna give I'm not even gonna give you five minutes to talk about the Hall of Fame. What two minutes? I'll give you two. I'll give you two minutes. So you, two how about two and a half max. You, clock starts now. Go ahead. Right. My, 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 essentially is this. No, I, I'm a, I really doubt anybody who listens to this actually like subscribe to the network and if you do that's awesome and if you actually are like a legit WWE fan as much as I am then this is awesome so uh, but it was a long Hall of Fame I'm just gonna leave it at that if you thought Wrestlemania was long the Hall of Fame was long four and a half hours but definitely you know you can't you can't it's worth it like it's these people the people who get inducted into the Hall of Fame deserve they can honestly it's like maybe not Kid Rock maybe not Kid Rock <laughs> that's just that's just that's just marketing and whatnot. but everybody else if they want to talk for five hours let them talk for five hours because they've earned it and everybody in this class there's nobody that like I even kind of remotely doubt for a second maybe Hillbilly Jim uh, Kid Rock but that's that's <laughs> no one in the wrestling side I guess um Hillbilly Jim I kinda but Definitely, at the end of the day, he deserves it because, like, you know, injuries came, injuries plagued his career, and he deserves his character is very memorable. You know, if you ask, like, if you like, it's like if people listen, it's like it's like you know, if like your parents watch, like, I know my parents always remember like Hillbilly Jim and whatnot. But uh, show stealer was was Mark Henry. Oh yeah, but here, um, long story short. Best speeches of the night, in my opinion, most deserving people of the night were Mark Henry, very emotional speech, Jeff Jarrett, J-E, double F, J, double, J-E, double R, whatever he does, double J, Jeff Jarrett, definitely well-deserved, I definitely didn't think that, that, uh, I didn't ever thought I would see the light of that, that Jeff Jarrett would ever come back to WWE, but definitely well-deserved well-respected speech mark henry's speech you know revenge tour aside that was a really good speech and then my personal favorite was the first one the dudley's you know changing it up devon actually becomes uh entertaining you know is uh, the quote uh, bubba ray 
Why did you wait till our last night together to become entertaining? Here nor there. When uh, you know, we could, everybody could go put this on their Twitter when uh, when that kid got put through the table, <laughs> they, when they put that stage hand through the table. Oh, it was funny. Uh, all right, but that long story short, well deserved. Every there was nobody, even Goldberg. Goldberg's speech was great too, because he he was the main attraction for that. But definitely, everybody deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. That was in the Hall of Fame, maybe with the exception of Kid Rock. But uh, I digress. Now moving on. It's not, not not a time for political statements. Yeah, I, I digress, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the road that a Kid Rock should have taken, and just just shut up and not make it political at all. So, so now moving this moves NXT. on. So now we're moving on to NXT. Joe, I gotta ask. Now, do you believe? Do you finally? Are you finally you drinking the Kool Aid? You were saying that all weekend. You're gonna believe in NXT. You're gonna believe in NXT. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Watch. Wait. See what happens. And you're right. You're right. And that, like, tell me I'm wrong. That some of the no, ma- you're right. that the top matches in NXT, I would say, were better than some of the matches in WrestleMania. The the, the latter match for sure. Yeah. And the so NXT we, championship. We start right there. For sure. Let's just start right there. The latter match. Well, I mean, it was nuts. That. Let me put it this way: If you've ever want to watch. Like, you know, that's, I think people say, like, well, why do you like wrestling? And, you know, it's fake. That ladder match is why. And it's like, yes, granted, it's fake, like, but it still hurts. I mean, and it's still awesome to see. It's still awesome to watch. And it's like, you know, for the people out there who've never watched maybe a ladder match in their life, if you've ever thought, what would you do? Like, how would it look if you took a de- demolition derby and you took the cars away and it was just people? This would be that match. It's the that ladder match by definition has evolved into the Human Demolition Derby. This match on NXT for the North, the newly minted uh, North American NXT Championship, definitely lived up to the hype. But well, on that note, because you have six guys who are well, who, who are, probably will be on the main roster within the next three years. Probably. Definitely, will be. They'll be. Not even that. Like in my opinion, I respect their work ethic. I respect their their what they're doing in NXT a lot. They have a high. I have a high regard for NXT. As a, it's kind of like you know what it reminds me of is that like, you have Raw, you have SmackDown. That's kind of like, it's to go back to the nineties. It's like the brand warfare. You got WWE, you got WCW, but NXT is like ECW. Where it's like EC Dub, EC Dub, EC Dub, or you know NXT, NXT, because like they they're doing stuff that it's like they're, it's like, W the main roster that you have to get your money's worth, and it's like they want it to be this long big production. It's all about the production value. It's all about the spectacle, and I get that. Whereas like NXT is just bare bones. Take all the the gunk, all the the the, the spectacle, and just take it all off, and it's just it's just raw. It's just raw wrestling in its purest form right the storylines are simple the action is intense bell to bell bell to bell and it pays off never stops bell to bell it may be shorter but it's bell to bell with them well hey i'd rather watch that yeah then and and like i said like i said i gotta give credit where credit is due those six guys in that ladder match really know how they're really i i'm looking for like I already knew that was going to be my favorite, one of my favorite matches of the night. It's not my favorite. That will come later. Well, it's because of the it's the it's the title match. It's the last the, match of the night. That was in the Champ of Gargano. That yeah. wasn't the title match. Uh, oh, 
It was the other one, that Alistair Black. I thought you were. I thought you wanted to talk about the championship match. We will talk about both of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, I gotta give credit. I knew. I I just knew Adam Cole was gonna win because definitely this guy deserves it. They. I, I was like, they're definitely gonna make undisputed era, which is his faction. Definitely the, the group of the night. And I would say show Steeler for for uh, for an XT takeover besides Gargano Champion, which is on a whole nother level, whole nother level, absolutely hundred ten percent. Um, uh, it was uh, definitely undisputed era. So Adam Cole deserved the win. He won, got the title. Good for him. Awesome. Lars Sullivan, really good job killing Dane. Those two big men can really hold their own. You think that big men are just giant? If they, you know, I don't mean to. They're Vikings. They're, Those two are Vikings. They're Leviathan behemoth like monsters, and they're def. Yeah, they're they're made in a factory. Yeah, definitely. Um, then you have EC3, who I think it was a weak showing for his debut. I'm not gonna lie, but that's that's the it'll come. It'll come. It's gonna come naturally. It's just. It's, I feel like it's because you had two debuting superstars in that match. You had him and Ricochet, and Ricochet, as the people don't know, is like a little. It's like a little jumping beam. It can fly around like it's nothing. So like obviously this kind of match is tailored to him. So obviously he made a big impact. So I think EC3 needs to have a one on one match with somebody to for him to. For his uh, his starters come shining through, and personally, my unsung hero for the ladder match, once again pulling it out of nowhere, the Velveteen Dream, yep, dropping purple rainmakers from the top Prince. of the ladder on Lars Sullivan. That was awesome, man. Him and Rick, him and Ricochet, <laughs> like I want to, I think that's what they're gonna do is they're gonna have, they're gonna have Adam Cole probably feud with EC3 for the North American title. Car- Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane are made for one another. They're just, they're going to be born. Those two are going to fight forever. Until they don't. But they're going <laughs> to feud. Until they don't. <laughs> and then until they start ta- teaming together. And that's going to be a scary, scary sight. And then I think Ricochet and Velveteen Dream are going to have a feud. And that's going to be a great, great well, feud. Velveteen Dream. Velveteen, well, he's a- at all, at, and this will, lead to our, this will allude to our next... Guy, but I have to touch on the women's championship match afterwards. I mean, do you really? It wasn't that great. I, sh- th- I need to give Shayna Baszler her due. The submission magician, queen of spades, best nickname in the game. Then do it right now. Well, talk, I'm, it, let me finish, though. We uh, can talk uh, about it for 30 seconds. Well, let me finish. I wasn't it, done talking about uh, Ricochet and Velveteen. You can come back or Velvet, to that. But no, Velveteen Dream. And, and if you don't think that Velveteen and Ricochet could be a good feud, I let you, I, I point out the Best feud at NXT was voted had uh, the or the the award for NXT best feud of the year was awarded to Velveteen Dream <laughs> and Alistair Black. That feud was amazing. So the C because you know what it is is about a lot of these guys in NXT and a lot of these guys in the main roster now it's, we're stuck in the reality era, which is good. I want like I'm not saying I want the hokey characters to come back, but it's kind of like I mean it's kind of like the way I see. Velveteen Dream is kind of like the way, oh, this is a nice plug for them. Greta Van Fleet. You're taking an old school mentality. You're taking an old school kind of like concept, you know. Instead of dropping. Classic rock, in this case, character development. 
professional wrestling character development. You're taking an older concept. No, there's no real characters anymore. The Undertaker's probably the only real character in WWE at the moment. And he retired, or is going to retire. Yeah. Elias kind of, but like that... Kane? Yeah, here nor there. So it's nice to see that Velveteen Dream's taking, like, I'm going to be this character. I'm going to become this persona. And he's really becoming Velveteen Dream. It's like I'm watching. Would, it's like Finn, would you say Finn is a character? No, he's not. Even when he dresses up in the when he does a demon, he does. But that's that's a whole, that's a whole that's a whole podcast in its own. That's I'm gonna leave that because that's a whole other podcast of its own, right? But it's like Velveteen really get it, it was my unsung hero for that. So now I'll, I'll move on to the, the uh, really quickly into the semester magician the, into the, the women's championships match. Knew it was gonna happen. Very predictable. Very good match. I'm not gonna lie. A little slow. A little slower pace, but. Ember Moon is going to get the call it's up. Just, Ember it's just—it's a matter of time it's that a, we see the the submission of magician with with uh, Roddy, Roddy Ron, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. yeah, this time next year you'll definitely be seeing it. But okay. it's, but definitely, definitely you know, good match. Maybe the I would say the weaker on the weakest on the card, and that's that's not that's not even the beat. I'm not trying to discredit it. It was a really good match. And to say it's the weakest is like you know, that's just. That's just circum- pure circumstance. Pure circumstance. That was not because they well, didn't. Because the night was great. Because that's how good the night was. And it's just like, you know, I know I don't want this to, like, to shut down the women's revolution. Don't get me wrong. It was a great match. Well, the scene, I also uh, think, to, gonna, their, to their discredit, it's not, it actually has nothing to do with them. But how good the women are right now on the main roster. Yeah. It's sort of tough to break It is in. tough. It is tough. And, but let me tell you. Speaking of tough, Shayna Baszler is a tough S O B. She looks like a man. I, She's the Britney Griner of wrestling. She is scary. <laughs> That's exactly if I what I call her. Let me put it this way: if She's I saw the Britney Griner of wrestling, if I saw Shayna Baszler walking on the street, I would walk the other way. I'd cross the street and start walking her the complete opposite direction. That's a great nickname for her. The submission magician. Well, obviously, but. The, the Brittany Griner of wrestling is uh, Shayna Baszler. We'll see. I like but it. The, but to see Ember Moon actually really take control of the match was actually an interesting sight to see, considering I knew she's going to get the call up, and which we'll get there too because she debuted on Raw. Spoiler. Really? But it happened. It, like, yeah, but like I said, you know, in case nobody, whatever. <laughs> but I knew it was going to happen because you're going to pass the title off. Ember Moon's going to get the call up. And right. but let me the best moment of that match in my opinion to see was to see Shayna Baszler get her shoulder dislo- shoulder dislocated and she popped it back in by slamming her shoulder repeatedly back into the ring post and then proceeded to choke out Ember Moon with one arm. Yeah. One arm, people. She like She's badass. She's got badass. legs like a python. It's like Samoa Joe. Like one arm Samoa Joe, like she like wrapped those legs on tight and choked her out with one arm. Not the best arm bar of the night or of the weekend, however. I won't. I will. Best that goes to Ronda. Yeah, that goes to Ronda. But we'll we'll get there. Couple couple minutes. We'll get there in a couple so, minutes. Um, so which, so now which one will, do you want to go first? The, I'm gonna do the, the championship or I'm gonna do actually no. I'm Save gonna, your final match, your best match, or your favorite match in the final. Thing we talk about NXT. Right, so I'm going to talk the championship match and then I'm going to do the tag team match because that was like <laughs> for me personally. So I'll talk about um, I kind of knew I, I just I didn't think I thought Almas was going to get the call up and 
to, like I said, spoiler, he didn't. So unless he's going to get called up in the Superstar shakeup, which is next week. Anyway, I kind of had a feeling Aleister Black was going to get the win. Because Aleister Black paid his dues. White hot. Hey, he's paid his dues. It's, it's time. Paid his dues and white hot. White hot. Like, doesn't say much, but that man does not need to say much. You know what would be interesting? Nice black mask kick. That as that would Braun Strowman as a tag team. That would be cool. That would be cool. My boy Braun Strowman. He needs a tag team partner. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll, we'll touch on that. I don't really know what's going on with that whole Nicholas, thing. Nicholas, Nicholas, you stop. Nicholas. You're spoiling everything. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a great oh, match. Come on, they had, didn't see that. But yeah, they had a great match. I and I said, that, and this is probably like the next weakest card on the ma- like on the. On the card, and actually not so much. I think it was a good match. I just think by I, I think the moment I chose as a better was match like, was just because of the pure like raw like what just had what the hell had had happened. And so it like, was like exactly what happened with the end of WrestleMania. Yeah, how that match shouldn't have been the last match of the night. Yeah, that's just how it, that's just what it comes down to. So to get back on track, there we go. Uh, After a quick. Quick yeah, break. Sorry, we had a, a little technic- technical difficulties. Quick break. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I, at, at the end of the day, long story short, Andrade San Almas really has become, has come into his own. The, not to discredit him either, because he's really come into his own in the sense that ever since he got... And ever since Zelina Vega became his manager, who she is doing a fantastic job, let me remember. It was good. It was good. She, she really did. has made him... I think that's was I think really think at the end of the day that was like his miss when he first came I was like I don't know man like I don't really like kind of I don't get it I don't like get what this guy's like shtick is but like I think that's what like the missing piece of the puzzle was was that like sometimes you just gotta get a good manager and sometimes she is a and I think with what Ronda Rousey is missing for now for now. I want to wrap up your things about NXT because I want to talk about in specific Ronda Rousey and a, a lot of Rousey. But we're still gonna, we're still gonna, we still have a lot of matches to build up to. You can't just we gotta go in order. We gotta yeah, give. Do we? I think just so. Hit the, just hit the highlights. I want to. Just hit the highlights. I gotta, I gotta say my piece on all these matches. Long story short, really good match. But I think even though this next match was lesser of a match, the moment the shock was like, <gasps> what? Triple threat match, triple triple threat tag, tag team match for the Dusty Classic Championship plus the Tag Team Championship. You got Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, who's now competing the second time in the night. Took because, a, he, took, he took a match off. Because uh, because of Bobby Fish's injury, which we will get into that. Another, another Authors of Pain, they're not going to win it. They're going to get the call. I kind of knew they were going to get the, they're going to retain the title. But what happened next with Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne? Let me, first of all, before I get into that. Your thoughts on Pete Dunne? You believe in you believe in the bruiser weight now, Joe? He still looks like an accountant. I'm sorry. Pete, D- not Roderick Strong. Pete Dunne, the one with the the other one. Oh, well, I mean, yes and no. I'll just I, I haven't seen enough. All right, I haven't seen enough. you know what? I'll have to show you the Tyler Bate. That's what we'll have to watch after this. We're gonna have to watch the Tyler Bate Pete Dunne United Kingdom Championship All right. match. I, I, I'm not. Joe, not a big fan. one of the best matches of the year. I'm not a big fan, but maybe my mind will change. Your maybe, mind will change. Maybe my mind will change. Your mind will change. 
So match is going on back and forth. They take Alistair, they take Adam Cole out of the match real quick, which is honestly as to be predicted because man, that after that ladder match, Adam Cole probably he needed, needed a break. A, he needed a break. He needed to get put through a table just and let Kyle O'Reilly come in. Kyle O'Reilly really, I think, was the one of the show stealers of that match. Really, kept, it had to be, had to be. But the real show stealer of the match. All of a sudden, we're going back and forth. All of a sudden, Pete Dunn hits his finishing move, the bitter end, on Kyle O'Reilly. Goes for the pin. Roderick Strong, his tag team partner, comes in, stabs him in the back. The reason this is sh- such a sh- and joins the undisputed era. The reason this was such a big shock and awe for me is because like when the undisputed era first came in to NXT, they said they told I I just I didn't think it was gonna happen because they. They made it seem like he would. They wanted him to join, and then he's like, "Yeah, I will." And then he turned out. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna." So it's just like, I want. I got. It was a high school. It was a middle school romance. Yeah, and I think really, I really think that they they were like hesitant, and we're gonna have him always be like, the. Re, I think they were always gonna have him fight undisputed era. I think when Bobby Fish went down, they were like, "Let's let's let's pull it off. Let's let's yeah. let's shoot the gun. Let's shoot. Yeah. Let's shoot." Because and it's a good move, such a good move, such such a good move. Undisputed era, besides Gargano and Champa, that's a, on a whole other level. And we're about to get into that right now with the best match of the night. But undisputed era for me was my where where them and MVP, uh, them and Velveteen Dream and Ricochet were my MVPs for the night. So best match, but uh, sorry, a little more technical difficulties. We've, we're, we're in it. We're having a little. It's almost like this pod doesn't want to happen. Yeah, it's like I, I really. It's like this podcast. It has to happen, but it's like it doesn't want to happen. It's the biggest podcast that we've done so that, far. That, you, that, like that I, you've definitely done. Yeah, but bear, bear with us. Bear with us. Bear with us here. We're being busy, and we're gonna cut NXT off for. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll we're, we're gonna talk about Gargano and Champa, and then we're gonna we, cut this off gotta, as we, part one. Actually. We'll do, we'll say it's part one, but it's gonna be in the same podcast. We got another one that we have to record. Uh, that it's gonna be interesting because of something that dropped today uh, with our good friend, our mutual friend, friend of the show, Nick. Uh, so uh, it, it'll be uh, anyway, inter- it's interesting in that regard. Check it out. It'll probably be, be it'll probably be up before this one. So so we're gonna cut it off. We'll come back. We'll and we'll, we'll, we'll get the second. We'll get the the part two, the second half. But, but finishing up on NXT. Go ahead, guy. This is going to be... For all those people out there who listen in that watch first take in the morning, let me put it this way. This is going to be like my final take. I'm, uh, I'm, channeling, my, my, I'm channeling my Max Kellerman. I'm channeling my Steven A. I'm channeling, I'm channeling it. I don't know if that's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> the, passionate, the passionate side, at least, I'm channeling Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, unsanctioned match. I, to, before I go into this match, I gotta, I have to, you have to, I'm gonna have to take everybody and I'm gonna have to transport you to June of two, June, I believe, of 2011. Wow, we're going way back. We're going way back. We're going way, 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 way back. For those who don't know. A good rating system. I use the letter grades, but a good rating system for for matches and stuff is the five star system. Obviously, it's it's so I'm going to take you back to the last five star match in WWE. That's not the last five star match we've seen. 
I would say the last five-star match we saw was, I don't mean to drop these names now on here, now you're really getting to get confusing, is Okada Omega 2, which is a six-star match. Let me put it that way. But that, again, here nor there. China, it's a different a Japanese... It's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. I got. That's yeah, a six-star match. I got that's it, I a six-star match. That's greatest match. One of the greatest matches yeah, of all time. Yeah, yeah. But, but I take you back to 2011. John Cena, CM Punk, Money in the Bank in Chicago for the WWE Championship. See, and then the big thing about that was CM Punk. CM Punk's contract was running out, quote unquote, and that it ended, and that CM Punk was like, "I'm going to win the WWE Championship, from John Cena, and I'm going to take that title, and I'm going to leave." The masterful storytelling, the craftsmanship that went into that match, that is, ha- was the last five-star match, in my opinion, that WWE has produced. That was 2011. So fast forward. Fast forward now to 2018. Last oh, Saturday. Oh, man. <laughs> I gotta take you were drooling. I was drooling. Literally drooling. But now to explain this, I got to take you back a little bit. Let's go. Let's just say roughly a year. I don't remember exactly the the, the dime, NXT. Anyway, it's NXT Takeover DIY is red hot. That's Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, the tag team. They are red hot, and they lose the tag team titles. I believe to the I want to say the AOP, and it was there they had the rematch. And after the rematch, two things happened. Tommaso Ciampa messed up his knee. Secondly. He began his heel turn into one of the most masterful heel turns I've seen in a long, long time. Until Sunday. Until Sunday. <laughs> Didn't last long. Didn't last long. <laughs> Did not last long at all. Wait, wait. Um, so he stabs Johnny Gargano in the back, puts him on the as he as he's going on the shelf, kind of like if I'm going out, you're going out with me. So Tommaso Ciampa's on the shelf. Johnny Gargano is in shambles. His morale is crushed. He's like, I have to be... He's like, he he has an epiphany. I have to become Johnny Wrestling again. I have to become Johnny Gargano. I've lost my way. I, I, I don't know where to go from here. I think I have to go back to the basics. I have to come back to my roots. I have to become who I was. So he tries. Wins some big-time matches. Faces uh, Andrade San Almas for the NXT Championship because yeah, at this point he is the NXT Champion, which right. he deserves. Yeah, and Drew McIntyre is on the shelf, and that's a whole other podcast, whole other day, whole other story. Uh, all of a sudden, Zelina Vega throws a DIY T-shirt at Johnny Gargano, and like the whole rush of like energy and everything that happened was like came back to him, and he lost the match. Fast forward a week. On fast forward to NXT that week, I believe Johnny Johnny Gargano says, "You know what? I can beat you, Andrade. Andrade. I don't know. I mumble my words there. I know <laughs> I can beat you. I'll tell you what. NXT title match. I want my rematch. And if I lose, I leave NXT forever. Fast forward to the match. Hell of a match. Hell of a match." And just when Johnny's starting, just when that, you think Johnny's starting to get the, end. It, that match would no, not end. This is you. Did you see that match? Yes, I did. Uh, when Chamber came back and him with the crutch. Yes. All right. It, it, the match wouldn't end. It wouldn't end. It went on forever and ever. Oh, you're talking about the one that was on Saturday. No, I'm talking about the the, the, the when he first came back. The, no, I'm talking about the one that we just saw on Saturday. Okay, I'm not talking about this one. Oh. Just when you think Johnny's gonna get the championship, 
boom, Champa comes back, cracks him with a crutch. Because they do bring up the, and they, they lose the crutches on Saturday. Yeah, and that's why the crutches because Chamasu Champa came in on a crutch and cracked Johnny Gargano with a crutch and cost him the match, and the Johnny's therefore has to leave NXT with a lot, and then that was just the whole build up to that. You know, everywhere Tommaso Ciampa went, Johnny Gargano was like, come on, fight me, fight me, fight me. So, like, so eventually, finally, Tommaso Ciampa said, I, I give up. You want it? Let's go. And it's like, this time you leave for real. We're going to fight an unsanctioned match. No disqualification. You, me. You win. And it was just... It was, you win, you come back. If you lose, you leave forever. Right. And it was a marathon. It was... Out of, right out of just, the gate, right out of the gate, beautiful. It was like a it was like a boxing match. Almost. A beautiful job on Tommaso Ciampa's part, like not even come out to the entrance music, just so you can hear the "fuck you, Champas" resonating <laughs> through the crowd. There was not a single person rooting for Tommaso Ciampa, but I tell you what, it was such a good job. You have the res- Tommaso Ciampa has the respect on my part, as well as my compadre here, Joseph. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like it was like an old school botch, Re- resonating back and forth, echoing and just throughout forth. the crowd. It's not even like you could like, oh, are they saying fuck you? It was like clear, concise, fuck you, champas, running through, running wild through NXT, through the Smoothie King Center. All of a sudden, Johnny <laughs> Gargano. All of a sudden, Johnny Gargano's music hits, huge pop. Everybody's starting to go wild. Everybody's going crazy, and then the match begins. And then the match begins, and. As I just said before, it was marathon. it was a it was a boxing match. A marathon. I can't. It was okay, so. I'm there's, there was okay, so I'm gonna, yeah. Okay, so okay. many highlights. So many memorable moments. You can't even. I. You it's, have to go and watch. I this, think we said between the two of us. Oh, I know what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And it didn't. Forty happen. times. Forty times. Forty times. Oh, I know what's going to happen. Oh, this is it. Oh, nope, nope. This is kick out. Kick out. Kick, kick out. out. Kick, kick out. out. It's like, you know, it's like, it was like a kick-out marathon. One, two, one, two. Just like, it was two and a half. Two, two and, and a half, half two, two and a three-quarter. Like, right. Just like just barely getting the shoulders up. I think some of my favorite moments in the match was uh, was uh, Johnny Gargano cracking some the powerbomb. It was, uh, was the crutch, the tug-of-war with the crutch, powerbombing champ on the concrete. Yep. Well, bad. That's a fucking bad. That's teasing a, the table. Teasing the table. <laughs> oh, just a, I don't mean to th- just pause for a second. I don't mean to throw back out. I totally forgot to mention in the ladder match. There's too many horrors. The quote that oh. the quote the, the the ladder match. There's too many horizontal ladders not uh, set in place. I digress. Back. <laughs> but that match from start to finish was a masterful piece of storytelling. The build up the finish and now the aftermath which we still don't even know yet we have to have to wait till next week and just but it should have been it should have been the main event it was the main event what do you mean it was the last match I'm getting I don't I'm on another you are on another planet I'm I'm, I'm getting my my wires crossed here you are on another planet it was the last match I'm a novice I'm a novice it was the last match it was the best match it was I would even go far as to say, you could argue about the other matches, but there is no doubt in my mind, Johnny top Gargano. Top three of the weekend? Top three of the weekend. Top three of the week, or top five, definitely. The United States title match, 
in WrestleMania, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, championship match, good matches, yes, but they don't even come close to how great this match was. I think it was top three of the weekend. I I I have the I have the I have to keep the numbers. I don't really remember. I won't confirm. It's still a blur. I it was all a blur. I won't confirm it, but definitely top five of the weekend. I will. I don't know. I'll call my shot and say top three. I may and I will. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I ain't going to agree with you just yet because I gotta I gotta touch. Well, we'll get to that. I have to we'll touch get to our base part two. But this is a match. Like if you ever want to say, do I really? People listening that aren't into wrestling, and you say. What, what is all, why, why do people care about wrestling? It's fake. Blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, that is the big argument. It's not a real sport. You're right. It's not a real sport. But these are athletes, and they are entertainers. And the entertainment value on this is just no, like... I'm an entertainer. Just, <laughs> the, the, just... Have you ever, like... Maybe I, I feel like I should get into wrestling. I know, like, yeah. I, maybe I'll let the 10-year-old in me live a little. And I want to know... Why? What's the big hype with this? But you go watch this match. It's good. Go it's, watch it's, this match. Subscribe to the network. Get your free trial and watch this match. If you watch any match from that weekend, watch that one. Not Lesnar. Don't watch Lesnar. <laughs> don't watch Reigns. Don't watch Beach Ball Mania. Don't watch. I would even go far as to say, is don't you don't even have to watch really some of the other any of the matches in WrestleMania because there there's a no, lot. Of, the Rousey. Maybe Rousey. Rousey. But there's a lot of storytelling. But it's like the story, but and it's a lot of complex storytelling. Whereas like an NXT, it's a simple, bare bones story from start to finish. Anybody can pick it up real quick. It's an it's like an easy read, but a good one none at that, <laughs> nonetheless. All right, so you've had your piece. I've had my piece. That's my final NXT. take on NXT. So we'll we'll take. I would even go far to say that was the best takeover I've seen we'll, in a we'll long take time. Until later this and, afternoon, which is saying something because they're all good. And we'll get to WrestleMania. We got some other unfinished business that we yeah. have to attend to so, first. To be continued. Uh, we are, we're even, gonna, though it's, even though this is going to cut and we're going to jump right back into it, that's what you're going to hear. To be, to be continued. Uh, let me just put it this way. I have to take off my take off my wrestling rabbi cap, my yarmulke, per se, and now I have to put on my, my Yankees cap. And so we'll be back. We'll be back. You'll, you'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. It's going to be great. Just stay tuned.